Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And we are here with the reunion breakdown. Can't believe it's over. Well, I can't believe it's over either. Um, It was hard doing like the double whammy of two nights in a row. Like it, it just ended that much quicker. Yeah, I guess they made space for Jersey next Tuesday. That's why. Yeah. And it fit in with the OC midseason break. But it's just like, wah, wah, wah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. It went faster than I thought. And it, yeah, now now I'm I'm definitely like, it's like when you go on vacation and then you come back home and you're like, ugh. Now what? Yeah. What are we planning next? Yeah, because it was back to back and only two. So it's doubly different. Yeah. There's probably not going to be a secrets revealed. I hope so, uh, but I won't hope. Maybe like uh, like digital content or something. Yeah. Well, Lala said next week on her podcast she is going to be spilling the tea on the reunion, and it sounds like it could get a little like another podcast war because she's like some of these hoes and the things they said they're not going to be real happy with my clap back to them. So I'm guessing she's going to go after Sheena and Brock and Rick L after hmm. seeing tonight. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think she has much of a leg to stand on, but I, I guess we'll hear what she has to say. Yeah. She made it very clear. She was like, they're not going to like what I have to say. Um, and they could, she's like, and don't come for me unless I send for you. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I'm sure she like puffed out her lips and like, mm, mm, mm. yeah. <laughs> Remember that time when Ariana like um, imitated her? She's like, yeah, she like puffs out her lips and then like does that head like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing it to each other right now, but you guys can't see because she did that the whole reunion. And I was like, oh, she was eye rolling and then like puffing out her lips and be like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, it was annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and the setup was really hard, too. Like, I know we, we heard the cast talk about this, you know, about how it was so hard to record with three of them, you know, virtual. And as a viewer, too, it was frustrating because you could there was definitely a disconnect and it just wasn't it, it would have been like much more dynamic if everyone was there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was trying to think of like. I guess if they tested positive, they couldn't have, but they could have figured something out. Yeah. It's too bad they couldn't just like delay a week or something, but I guess that's probably cutting it too close. I mean, if Lala and Schwartz didn't test positive, just leave Katie up there. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh, man. But then Tom wouldn't be sitting next to her trying to like shut her up. <laughs> Oh, that was crazy. Like with his hands, with his arms, like, ooh. I was cringing. I was just yes. like, stop, you guys, stop, stop, stop. It was like, it's like watching, I, I like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. Oh. It was very uncomfortable. That and then couple it with like her throwing her husband under the bus because he, he doesn't want Sandoval to hear what he really tells Katie. So he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. And he's like physically trying to shut her up. But then when he's like, oh, it's so so brave for you guys to do it now instead of 20 years being like, I hate you. That was a little awkward. That was a little uh, prediction, foreshadowing for the yes, future. Yes, yes. That was cringy. 
Definitely. Very telling. Very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we have that coming up. Um, James was in Vegas celebrating his 30th, spotted holding hands with a girl, which mm-hmm. we think is the same girl, right? I'm going to say it is, yes. So the same girl we talked about last week on the podcast that was sitting on his bed in his room as they were watching Andy. And we posted that in our group so you can see what the girl looks like. And I think her name, what was that? Allie Looper? Uh-huh. Allie. So, you know, people are like, hmm, that's quick to move on. Or is it? Yeah, is it? I don't know. It depends on what you think is real and not real. I do have to say, I feel like um, they were pretty clever with how they filmed that. Um, they are building yes. the mystery and I'm into that. Like I, so, um, but then, so after that was put up on James's story, Raquel kind of started spiraling. Right. Yeah. She said she was like having a panic attack, like moments of panic and rage. Yeah. And then she was going to a like codependency support group, uh-huh. which I guess makes sense because everyone's like, why did she stay with him so long? But if she felt like obligated because he like did make changes for her, it's like you'd feel guilty leaving that. I feel like this furthers my theory on this whole thing. Like they're codependent on each other because they had a freaking contract with career. each other. Yeah. yeah. And so they're used to leaning on each other for like all these things. And so this is hard for her. And yeah. because publicly it's going to come back to her. People are going to start questioning. Like it's not going to be pleasant. She doesn't like, have that unbreakable trust anymore. Yes. Yes. That she had in the contract. And just, yeah. And as someone like in it with her. So you can handle it with someone like, I don't, I don't doubt that what she was feeling in that moment was real because like not to get like too like personal, like with the, with how she looked, but did you notice like how chapped her lips were and stuff? Like when she was like crying out for like, you know, she's like, my therapist hasn't been here. Like this is the second time they canceled. Like her lips were like, she needed to like do some self care, drink some water. And like, you could tell like she was really like in distress and it was really sad. Mm. So, um, but later she posts and it seemed like her friends rallied around her and, um, it seemed a little better. So, yeah. But then I saw, I I saw that James made fun of that too. What did he say? He, um, let me find the, do you post a story though? If you're really in like panic distress mode for the world, I feel like, um, I'm not doubting I, that she was. No, I would never do no, that. It, it's brilliant. Like it's it's very smart to I think a, to open yourself up like that, reaching and, out for help. Yeah, and um, I'm sure that she received like a lot of support, and that's yeah. probably. And I think she she really cares about her brand, and I think she's going to be honest with everybody all the way through it, and that's yeah, what she's doing. That's smart. That's smart for both for both her um, well being because I'm sure she's going to be flooded with. Not haters. So I guess it is a good idea. Okay. So this um, was, I guess, the Sir Rules account posted. Raquel said 2022 is her year. Hashtag pump rules. Um, So then James commented on that subject or title, I guess. And he said, drinking every night and sucking on penis straws. 
dot, dot, dot. Looks like I'm the only one that truly, quote, dodged the bullet. Like crying face and then hands up like, huh? And then, um, and let's not get it twisted. It's always my year. And he, so he posted that and then he deleted it. Wow. So he didn't like the little clap back that she did of, you know, rising, you know, above every, all of her sadness and having fun with her friends and, you know, cracking a joke about the penis straw. Yeah. So, um, looks like, yeah. What about the text you sent to Sheena saying, don't forget you were my friend first. Yeah. Do you think there, if there was an agreement, do you think others knew about it or they fooled everyone if there was? I think everyone knew about it. Okay. Yeah. So why would he be like, don't forget you're my friend first. They're keeping the story going. I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting guys. Like what is going on? Yeah. He's definitely like doing the uh, alluding to, like you said though, like just the quick glimpse of the girl on his bed, the very faint. You really have to be paying attention. They're loving the attention. Like they, they are, they like this attention of us wondering what's going on. Cause I mean, that's, that's all they have. Like once that's over, once they, he does move on, like then this whole saga is over. So I think they're trying to, and let's not forget that this girl, I feel like she knows how to kind of manipulate the, the press a little bit too. Like James has never done anything this clever. You know what I mean? Like, and maybe this person that was invited to his room for an after hours, that was part of the, he's planting the seeds. He's like, I know all these people are going to run back to the internet and tell these stories. So let it get out there. Like I'm throwing parties in my room and inviting girls. Yeah. And I I just, I don't doubt that he is like partying. Like, I I think he was the whole time. I really do. Um, But yeah, it'll be. Yeah, everything but alcohol. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. When he came out of the bathroom with Sandoval and all of a sudden he's talking like 3,000 miles a minute. I'm like, hmm. And then did you notice he dipped back in there and looked like, what are you looking to see like? if there's nothing in the toilet or if there's other evidence, like he went back in and did a little once. I don't know, but you know, like how lucky these people are that like any other job, if you were like doing blow in the bathroom or whatever, like, you know, you would be fired, but you can like drink, do drugs, like everything. All the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Good reality TV. You know what else I noticed in the bathroom scene? What? So when Sandoval knocks, and James comes out. He's zipping up his zipper. Yes, I saw that. And then he hugs Sandoval. Ew. Like, don't you zip up and then you wash your hands? Yes. So he didn't wash his hands. He didn't wash his hands. So that's gross. You were just holding your dick. You didn't wash your hands. You're going out on set. Let's just forget about COVID. <laughs> gross. Yuck. <laughs> and then you hug Sandoval. And then he's got his little vape pen. There's just dick all over that. It has like dick hands all over it and he's probably passing it around, sharing it. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sandoval, you just smoked James's dick hand dick. residue. Yeah. Ew, dude. Yeah. Yeah, but I when I watched it the second time, I noticed, why did he pop back in there and give it the once over? Like, 
were you checking to make sure like you flushed properly was <laughs> what you're concerned there was like or were you concerned yeah like did i leave anything a yeah. straw a dollar bill a, hun- a honey <laughs> huh yes yeah well i mean apparently because everything is allowed except for cocaine see i thought california sober is just like you can smoke pot i didn't realize it was like you can do everything pretty much except for alcohol and cocaine yeah <laughs> like okay hmm Hmm. Does uh is that what Demi Lovato does? I think yeah. She does everything? Yeah. Oh. I but she just I think she just got out of um rehab again and I think she stopped. Hmm. But I don't know. All right. Well Stasi released her new book cover. It's coming out end of April. You can pre order now. Um some people were sounding off in our group saying that they 100%, you know, are interested and want to see what she has to say. Other people said, no, thank you. You know, they're good. Other people said they will use their free resources to check it out. Um, I, Sarah and I were just talking about, like, we find it, like, kind of funny that she released this info today on, you know, the Vanderpump Rules reunion, probably a very big day for just like a flood of, of traffic, you know, yeah. uh, very calculated to, to announce on that day, smart, whatever you want to call it. Um, either to take away or to cash in on. I, yeah, I think both. both. And I think she probably did both. Yeah. Um, so I think that it's pretty smart to take the angle that she's taking. Um, I just saw the cover and I thought my first reaction was, ooh, like she's kind of doing what she used to do in making light of the situation and making fun of it. Like after she got canceled the first one and two times, how she'd be like, oh, she'd still go on podcasts and she'd be like, well, you say it. I can't say it. People come for me. They won't come for you. Like you could tell she still wasn't like truly sorry. She was just sorry people reacted the way they reacted whatever i think you know after this last bit she did learn and grow we don't know how much but um i don't know when i first saw the book cover it looked like oh you're still kind of making light of this okay like making a cute little joke of it but i don't know it's just yeah i look yeah i am interested to see what she has to say because like she said like on her book cover is you know, she was canceled. Then she had a baby. Like she has gone through a lot of changes. She's lost a lot. She's gained a lot. Um, so I definitely want to hear what she has to say. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm sure some people will be reading and giving us feedback. Um, April 26th, I guess. Yeah. So cool. Um, I was watching because, you know, I like the the finale bled into the reunion and at the end I was like god why are there so many people in green and tan and then I saw a lot of brown I'm like it's really muted and then all of a sudden I was like that's right Raquel's vision board they had to wear earth tones right yeah mm -hmm. so I was noticing that and then right that's when the scene when Jacqueline came up and starts yelling at uh, um, Katie which and I realized she's on like bright fucking lilac 
Like that's not an earth tone. Oh, uh, well, why did I think she was like a, a baby blue cupcake? Was it lilac? Oh my gosh, you're right. She I, did. She didn't follow the vision board colors. Didn't. That's not cool. No. I mean, she like popped out like an Easter egg when everyone else was totally. I'm still not over like how she looked. Like I'm not over <laughs> it. Like it was. That was great. Great stuff. <laughs> oh. So, um, someone else's reaction was Holly texted me like the first 10 minutes of reunion part one. You said you're screaming because you felt it was fake and staged and, and someone else gave me that feedback without me telling them that was your feedback. Oh, really? I was like, really? That's interesting. Cause that's exactly, it was like word for word what you said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I, I was, when I was so excited. I'm like, yay, I'm sitting down. Everyone's still in the living room with me. I'm telling them to like be quiet. And like they're excited too because they knew that the engagement was going to be called off. Like Ronnie was really excited for to see what was going to happen. <laughs> she wanted to see when, when like Raquel gave the ring back and all of that. Like she was like pretty hyped. And I was sitting there and I started, I was just like this, it was ridiculous to me. It was like I, I for the first 15 minutes, I was just like looking at Chad like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the fakest, dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And um, it kind of, but then I was like, I don't want to be like some other podcasters who are saying they can't even talk about Vanderpump rules because it's so stupid. That is not what I'm saying. I love Vanderpump rules, but this, and I saw that some people in our group agreed, like had that same feeling too. Some of our heavy hitters had that feeling as well. Um, but to like keep it fun and like whatever, it's like, well, well, let's go with it. But to me, it was very, very staged and, uh, rehearsed. And, um, I felt like all of the prompts of even like their facial expressions of being surprised, like it was just all very dumb to me. Okay. But uh, we can break that down scene by scene too. And well, it starts with basically Andy just asking everybody how they are and, he gets to James and he's like, I've been better. Yes. Which he already told him that earlier. Yes. Um, and Sheena could tell Raquel was off. Like they were like building up to the, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Andy just, again, he seemed very checked out, like not interested. Like it is, it seemed very clear too. He didn't really watch much of the show. Yeah. Um, I thought all the women looked really great, but Lisa has reverted back to her magician look. Mm-hmm. An awful, awful. What do you think about her being called uh, Nanny Pinky? <laughs> Cute, different. Sandoval reminded me of a mortician. Yes. Yeah, it was very creepy, Grandpa. Old. Yeah, this. Uh, like um there's been some seasons of t sandy where like he has like caught some ish for having like some crazy outlandish looks and a lot of the times i'm into his looks because i feel like as a, like i i like that he kind of pushes the envelope sometimes it's annoying that he's like so extra but i appreciate that like he takes a risk and this is the only time that i was like i felt like he fell a little short this this look yeah it was just like not quite yeah nothing to like i noticed like schwartz had a tie on and like 
was dressed up, whereas Andy like wasn't at all. He I know looked, he basically was like in sweats. Yeah, he looked pretty schlumpy. Yeah, like it didn't even look like he like shaved. Yeah, he was just like scruffy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no tie, nothing. Yeah, he's just like okay, let, let's like give me my cards. Like, what is this show again? Vander he- Pump Rules. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. And and why was everyone saying Raquel? Did you notice that like the whole episode, like every episode, they're like, okay, Raquel, 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 domestic violence. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, I did notice the domestic, <laughs> Rock, stop minimizing domestic violence. I'm like, I couldn't unhear it after you tweeted oh, that out. Oh my I'm God. Like, <laughs> it is though. It's that Utah thing with the, I feel, I feel like, you know, what's the deal? They, they say things like a little differently. Yeah. So right away, like we kind of get into the Raquel and James thing and she starts by telling us that she's been having nightmares about the wedding and that can't be good. Um, Again, like we have seen Raquel struggle with speaking. Like it's it has just it's been a storyline from like day one. Her voice used to shake. I mean, she has like a whole history of things. And it just seems odd to me. That like suddenly she's like so like, well I was having nightmares and it's just like suddenly she's she knows exactly what she's saying, yeah. <laughs> and a very emotional thing like she, and and we're just gonna sit there and everyone's gonna be like, oh, I didn't we were just at Disneyland like what, yeah, <laughs> and again I agree with you with this has always been hard with the Vanderpump people. They talk about things after they happen, and then we have to watch it months later. It's like yeah. we all knew about that they were just happy at Disneyland because they talked about that on every freaking podcast. Um, that was my problem with both reunions is that while I thought Wednesday night was better, it was like nothing new because Lala has now been on like 19 different podcasts telling her story. Raquel's been on a couple. Uh, Brock has shouted his stories and truths to the world 900 times so I knew everything so there was nothing shocking or like (gasps) you know it was like I guess the only thing was the sex thing and And I really wish that they would kind of like take this feedback and fix it because do a um, bachelor thing there's yeah there's so many if if any of you you know producers or show people are in our group you can see that a lot of people aren't watching the show anymore. They're listening to our podcast to just hear the yeah. recaps. They don't even feel they need to watch it because if they do, you know, uh, take part of the digital content that we are creating, which is we're recapping your show and then the talent are going on other podcasts, like, like, are they regulating it or, or are they not? Because there's been a couple of times when we've tried to get interviews with people and they kind of silence what we're trying to say and they won't allow them to speak or whatever the case may be. But it seems like they're that's it's not like that across the board. Yeah. Like they're someone's not keeping track of what's going on because it's a hot mess. Right. Because like they can talk like Lala can talk about all of it and everything she wants on any podcast or Raquel can come on Sheena's. But Raquel can't go on some other one or something and say that. Like, it's very limited. Like, keep it to this. Like, yeah. that's why we haven't, we like checked out on, like, let's just keep our own unbiased. 
And I'm really happy. Yeah. I'm really happy that we've done that. And I'm so proud of this podcast and how we have stuck through. I mean, you guys, we have done it every single episode. We have, you know, done all the spinoffs, everything. And we stayed true to, to what we do. And... And I get bored. Like, it is true. Like, you have to be polite to your guests. Or, I, or you don't have to be, but I just, I, I can't have a guest on and then grill them or be rude. And so you do, you do become biased. But I've also become so bored with, you know, they go on this podcast circuit and it's the same interview the whole time because there's only certain things they can talk about or will talk about. And I'm like, uh, why? Are you, are you going to come on so you can talk about whatever this, you're this promoting yeah yeah it's like mm, i'm bored with that yeah totally so but yeah it is true there's so many of you guys that have reached out saying you don't you just listen to the podcast or you're in the group and you don't watch the show and that always like i'm shocked but i get it but yeah i think if they did like a what other reality shows do or the bachelors like you know a social media block or you know don't post your i mean that would literally create such a new feeling for the show i really think it would because um you know you have like with the bachelor there's always things leak you know and that's kind of exciting it's true yeah or like you know there's some people who are always right and like when they're guessing that something's gonna happen or it just makes it like more exciting and even if things did leak i feel like it would be like reality steep but then there was a couple times he was wrong so now you have to question it you're like oh is it true is it not and then it's more suspenseful yeah and fun okay so basically they sit there and they talk about you know how um well wait you know what i hated what i don't we don't care about the hellos and all that but when andy says hi charlie he's like wow you posted a picture of yourself 45 pounds heavier he's like how in the world did you get back to such amazing shape? And I was like, that's really offensive. Back? Like, everyone said they saw that her side by side before and after. Like, she looked great in both pictures, right? Yeah. He just made it seem like, oh my God, what happened to you? He like, pig. He's like, how did you get back to, sh- you know, into shape? It's like, she wasn't out of shape, okay? She wasn't in her bodybuilder bikini competition bod but she looked fine i don't know i just thought the way it's just it was just a little i didn't like when he brought up the sheena thing either i didn't like when he brought up the weight and then like compared like well lala you didn't Uh, you know you had a great bounce back and then lala kind of put him in his place and was like yeah but you know yeah i have my own insecurities too and like things aren't sitting where they were sitting before what is he talking about schwartz's dad bod no yeah, I just I I I don't. How about I don't Schwartz? Like you can't it. model anymore because you have a dad bod. Why aren't you saying that to him, Andy? Like Andy thinks he can get away with the shit because he's gay, or he's Andy, and it's like because he does this. All he focuses so much on looks. Yes, yes. And, and he praises people for things you know, like what Charlie did with her, and like watching Charlie's journey through quarantine. Um, like I. 
I, I, it was kind of hard to watch. Like she, I mean, if you followed her stories closely, she suffered to get back to the yeah. minus 45 pounds. Like she would post like being also, bored of how she was eating. Like she was very, she had to be very strict. She also forgot that she had foot surgery, so she couldn't exercise for like three months. It was very relatable, but I yeah. feel like they turned it into something that was like borderline unhealthy. Like if you have any sort of like, yeah. you know, and for someone who, who has food issues i'm kind of surprised that like they took it that way it's like yeah ugh, i don't know it just is that what needed to be brought up like that so i guess that was her storyline for the year so he addressed it like i don't know but they didn't they didn't show her training or really focus in on how she was eating to prep for her Mm-mm. you know they quite you know. the opposite yeah so okay so anyway so back to what you're saying raquel so James starts to announce it, but then he's like, "Well, Raquel, would you like would you like to say it?" Yeah, um, and then they do like a flashback, and this was like really hard for me to watch, like seeing Raquel's face, like back in the day. Like, I mean, everything looked very different, you know. Like they've she's been on the show for a while, and like seeing her, you know, she has been very open about her nose job and everything, but it was just. Seeing little young Raquel, you know, yeah. it was like, oh, they, they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they get like very emotional about it and just say, you know, they're not in love anymore. And that um, when Raquel kind of came out and and opened up to James about this, he just straight up felt relief because now he didn't have to do it anymore. Or which, enlightened, as he told yeah. Sandoval. I felt enlightened. Uh, that's a little rough. Yeah. Um, like free. He's like... I changed my lifestyle. I'll never do that again. It's like, oh, so we know what track you're headed down now. Yeah. I mean, we knew that when he said he stopped drinking for her and for them. It's like, yeah, that's the wrong answer. Yeah. And then Lisa jumps in and butts in and is trying to fix it. Oh, but it's kind of like what she did with Tom and Katie. But have you tried? Have you tried having sex? It's like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah. They been trying for years so yeah um but the, yeah james asked you know about the soulmate thing and then she didn't answer what well, do you think i'm yours and then they just realized um but is that what she says i, I don't know whatever he's like you just can't f- fight that he's like it's just about being real and it it wasn't right, and rather than, you know, waste any more time, she's got her whole life ahead of her, blah, blah, blah. And both of them are, like, trying to cry, but it wasn't quite coming out. Like, that was the other thing where I was like, okay, like, we know James can act. Like, he's he's been on, he has brought it on this show for many seasons. Um, Raquel clearly is a good actress, too, because she, you know, she got these lines out, no problem. Um, so no one's believing it. Like she, she puts on her terrified look and her over plumped lip mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's just shocked. Lisa and Ariana, they, they keep trying to be like, but have you tried? And so it's like, no one's buying it until finally, like, they're like, why, why we need to know why it's like, you don't actually need to know why it's not your business, but yeah, that's when Raquel says, well, we haven't had sex in a long time. And they're like, well, what's a long time? And she said since the rage text, which then Sheena said was, that was two years ago. 
Yeah, she's like, that was last season. Two <laughs> seasons ago. 2019. Um, so it was confusing because have they not had sex in two years? Or But then he's like, well, here and there, maybe once a month or not. I, don't, I mean... The whole thing was just like a hot mess. And I mean, and it was just like it was it was hard to watch for like the first five minutes that they're going on and on. And then they bring up this part, which just like adds to the cringe. Like, I don't really want to know about that. I mean, I'm with James on that. I mean, if it's real and he's like, oh, that's what you want to do. You want to talk about the details because, you know, he doesn't want that out there. Yeah, because clearly, you know, People aren't going to be like, yeah, who would want to sleep with Raquel? They're going to put it on him that, you know, they're going to have the gay rumors again that he doesn't want popping up again or something's wrong. He can't get it up. He's, you know, he's got that ego. Yeah. So, of course, he doesn't want this out there. And so I can't, you know, it, it is a lot of personal details. So I don't, I can't blame him for him not wanting her to talk about it on national TV or world TV and in front of the whole group. Yeah. Like, who would want to talk about that? No. Yeah. It was, like, very awkward. Um, yeah. I was just, like, watching this going, uh, okay. Yeah. And it's weird because she's, she doesn't generally talk openly like that. Yeah. She's more conservative and private. And so for her to say that. Again, a little out of character. Yeah. And a little rehearsed and a little provocative to add a little something for us. Does she want her parents hearing that and grandma buttons? Like, yeah. She doesn't seem like she would want to talk about that type of detail. Yeah. But she had, she to brought it up. Yeah. Because it, it, she knew it would be salacious for the show or she knew it would cause drama or it kind of, I feel like when she brought it up, it kind of shifted like the way everyone was kind of like, handling the whole I, I don't know it, it it changed a little bit when she brought that up um and then everyone like kind of got confused and kind of moved on for a second yeah they're like what about Archella like isn't that what people do at Coachella and they're like Fuck. yeah of course we were like passionate with each other we were passionate with each like yeah for that we yeah we we did like you did or you like what's happening so it's like the new Tom and Katie story yeah basically yeah who got engaged and then never had sex yes when it went to Hawaii and never had sex. Yeah. It's like that whole thing rehashed. Yes. Huh. All right. Well. Um, so we kind of move on from that. And Andy brings up Jackson and Brittany, which I thought was interesting. Out of the blue. As to why. Random. Yeah. Like we as the viewers definitely were not tweeting Andy and messaging <laughs> Bravo to be like, what's, can we get a check in on Jackson and Brittany? Yeah. And uh, is he friends with Tom? Like nobody cares. No one cares. Like no <laughs> one cares to ask about Jax or Brittany. And he, and the, the response that they got was just like stupid. Yeah. Like Sandoval was just trying to like not even entertain. It's like, yeah, it's fine. Like we're civil. Like who cares? Yeah. You see people at a party, but then Ariana's like, no, no, he hates you. He wouldn't even come to Katie's party, which I mean, that's funny knowing that. Yeah. Because I know he was at, they were at what, Stassi's party together. Yeah. Uh, briefly. Um, yeah. He, he didn't want to come because T Sandy was going to be there, which. <laughs> and like, I, I'm sure he well, said. Well, that makes me happy. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> huh. Um, okay. So uh, Yeah. So then like uh, Lisa kind of gets asked to, and she's like, Brittany's supportive of the Vanderpump dogs. She likes that. 
Um, and then Jax, after he got fired, he had one last word. He's like, hey, just a heads up, the Toms are opening their own bar. Like thinking he got one, last one in there. Like, ha ha. And she's like, good. I want them to move on. That was the plan the whole time. I mean, that is so classic Jax. You know, to be like, by the way, they're opening a bar. F you. <laughs> and I'm glad it backfired. Yeah. Like that she was like, oh, that's wonderful news. Yeah. I was happy to hear that too. And it's just like, Jax, really? So typical. Um. Okay. So. They explain the California sober and Lisa's like, well, that's why you're not having sex. You can, you're always high. And Andy's like, no, Lisa, sex high can be really fun. It's like, oh, I don't need to picture that. Yeah. <laughs> On any of them. But um, Raquel said his rage issues were an issue. Um, but yeah, he, she's been struggling to focus on what she wants to do in life, which is be a pediatric occupational therapist because she's just kind of like too drained and too consumed with just life with James Kennedy, which I can see. I can see. Yes. He's a lot of work. Yeah. And then everyone's like, she's still wearing the ring. Are you going to give the ring back? And they're like, what did you think of Charlie saying? Don't give the ring back. That was weird. Like I think of James like cheated on Raquel and dumped her like, yeah, fuck you. But she broke up with him. So she should give the ring back. I just thought it was so bizarre to even comment on. Like, who cares if she's wearing the ring? Like, that is between them. To call that out and, like, make that happen while they're filming was gross to me. Like, it was just, like... Cheap. Yeah, like, you guys all want to witness that? It's just kind of weird. I mean, it it, was, and it was so awkward. It went with their story that, like... James wanted to pretend everything was okay until it was over and then release a statement in January or whatever. Um, and maybe that's why she was wearing it because they were going to go with that, but then yeah, they couldn't fake it or she couldn't fake it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, the, the timing just all seems like way too convenient for me. Like the fact that this was all, you know, filmed and everything like, mm-mm, I don't know. I mean, but I don't know. I don't know, like, if I was on the show and this happened to me, like, let's say this is all real. Um, they've all said, like, they, they bleed for the show. They save these hurtful things. They open up, like, so we can experience it on the show. Like, is that what they did in this case? Did they take one for the team so we could all see this breakup? Like, if we want to believe that, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so, yeah, so she gives the ring back, and it was just weird. Like, he, like, fumbled over it. He didn't know where to put it. It was just awkward, and everyone's just kind of sitting there, like, like, we wasted a lot of time on, like, these, like, feelings of the cast being, like, ugh. Yeah, there's a lot of facials. A lot of facials, (laughs) yes. Ariana and Sheena. And I, I, I think that's why they didn't have, um, you know, Lala and Katie and Tom on because that would not have worked with them, like trying to facially react along with the like. like we, what? What did he say? Yeah. yeah, they broke up. The ring went. Yeah, that's a little suspicious. Why did they have them join late? Right, they're full time cast members. 
And we know that's a really big deal of when people join. It's like a big like. Yeah, you come on when you're like Kathy Hilton. You're the friend of. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't figure out why that was. I, I honestly think it's because they had to facially react the way they did, you know, cause to yeah. make that work. It was already awkward. And those two needed like a little bit of help. So having Katie and Tom and Lala trying to react with the group, I just don't think would have worked. It would have been like too much flashing around. Um, okay. Let's see. So they knew. I mean, that, that's why Andy basically kicked it off with that. Yeah. Because normally you warm up in, and you get into the heavy hitting issues like 10 minutes in. And they really could have like waited for that to like really cliffhang it. Like it was a very bizarre setup. But if they knew that was going to happen, that's when production said, let's not bring the Zoom people in yet. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But then it was so weird where they like, and he's like, did you hear the news? And then like they had to repeat it like after they've just got into it. It was like very choppy yeah. for me. Yeah. Hmm. Suspect. Yeah. So then, yeah. And then you've got Brock. Well, how long has this been coming for? And James is like, well, I already answered this. So like that's choppy too. Brock's like, I mean, I think he was saying like how long he have you guys been talking about this or have you known or, you know, yeah, I think it, you know, he wasn't talking about what they just said. Yeah. But James jumped all over that. And he's like, he's like, we already answered this. Well, let me ask you how, you know, how have you been when it, what's it like when you left your family from Australia to make a big, bold life in LA? I'm sure that was tough. Right. I mean, this is what James is good for though. It was like, it was getting like a little dull and then Brock spoke up. I've got to give him credit for that because he kind of interjected in like a rude way and James react. He got a reaction. It worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very like Stassi, you keep crawling back on your hands and knees yes. or when his quips to Jack's. Um, it was very much that James um, projecting, redirecting like oh you're gonna point the finger at me guess what i'm gonna point it back at you and make you feel like shit yeah so this is when james like is like i'm i'm taking a break and he like stands up and he goes and like bolts off because he doesn't want to talk about samosas and yeah i thought it was rude though when he came back and they charlie was talking through her, her food stuff and he sits down and andy's like continue she's like well no it's it's a trigger for me and they pan to james and he like does the biggest eye roll. Yeah. Like totally making light of everything Charlie's saying. Yeah. But anyways. I actually thought that was like a major like ADD moment for Charlie. Like she got distracted by him walking in and like lost her focus. Yeah. And then, you know, like it was like very. Or she was being polite like, oh, maybe they want to address the elephant in the room literally just walked back in. Yeah. So he. But like she had the floor. She should have just kept going. If I was her, I probably thought would have thought, oh, I'm about to be interrupted either by James or Andy because there's bigger fish to fry yeah. than me and my storyline. Yeah, it was a little awkward. And I don't want to be embarrassed by being cut off. So I'm just going to cut myself off yes. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you were saying, so James gets up and leaves. Yeah. So he gets up and, and um, so everyone's just kind of like looking around or whatever. And then... Um, T. Sandy's like, I'm going to go find James. So he gets up and they're like, yeah, go, go find him. Go ahead. Um, Yeah. So Charlie starts talking about her stuff. He goes to get James. And this is when 
Um, we see him open the door. <laughs> Without washing his hands. <laughs> with his, yeah, with his hand zipping up his zipper. And vape, um, vape pipe in his pen. In a, uh, vape pen in his hand. I mean, James, I feel like on screen a lot is like very manic. He gets like into these um, and it's entertaining, but it's also like concerning because it's you just can't tell if he's like truly okay because yeah. he is like all fired up and, you know, T. Sandy's trying to calm him down and. He, he does end up coming back like uh, on stage kind of a little chaotically, which is why it threw Charlie off and he sits down and well, wouldn't vape do the opposite, calm him down. Whereas like, it's like he just did a line or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I personally don't think he did a line in the bathroom. I think that he was already like pretty lit and, um, he was just continuing with whatever he had going on. Yeah, yeah. The, the vape was just adding. Yeah. I guess it could have been like the upper pot. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, once you get to a certain... <laughs> call it. <laughs> once you get to like a certain like... Sativa. Level <laughs> too. You know, it's like it's just all adding to your high. I don't yeah. know. And that's kind of like the feeling I got from him. And then um, there's also been like a lot of rumbling in the groups and stuff about how it looks like he's on steroids. Um, he's really thickening up and really pre-workout pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all of that contributes, I feel like, to I like mean, actually, his anger. If, if he wa- well, yeah, if he was on like that Jax type stuff, it does make them aggressive. Aggressive. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But it's also like, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to like throw a stone at any of that because the whole cast the entire time has always been on Adderall, which is a big old upper. You know, it's like the lines kind of get blurred of like what people are up to. So, yeah. Okay. So where are we now? So we already fought with Bra, called him a, a hater and a user. You're a James hater. You ogre. You're a user. You used me and cut you off and... What was Brock saying? He's like, no, I did get to know you. And the more I got to know you, the more I realized. And then like, he didn't really say, he's like, your own partner can't even do what she wants because she's too consumed with managing your energy. So like, I think I got what he was saying. Like, look, we did hang out. I did get to know you. And I realized you're a fucking lot, mate. (laughs) You know? Yeah. He's like one of those high maintenance friends. Yeah. So he probably did create some space because he's busy now. He's got a kid. He's got businesses he's trying to get going or survive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Not defending either one. I was just trying to figure out what you know, I point was, was. I was thinking about what Brock has like brought to this season and how it makes Sheena look and everything and I um, I actually think that Brock has like taken away from Sheena a little bit like I think that he likes the attention a little bit more than anyone she's ever been with Yeah, and that I don't know that like her shine is as bright with him like I he really fills up the room like um, just speaking of like being at uh, T. Sandy's concert like Brock was the star like I didn't even see Sheena Sheena was sitting down the whole time because Brock was like bopping around and like true like 
I don't know. Um, I don't think I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that it's a different sort of partner. And I'm used to like Sheena kind of being like the star in the relationship. Yeah. And her and, guy and it's, back. Yes. And that's not the case with Brock. Right. At all. Like, I think she kind of has to like make an effort to get in front of him. Otherwise, he's going to be in front of her. Yeah. I liked when she was cut because she's rarely self-deprecating because she takes it too personally or she's always like excusing or like defending or justifying when someone's just making a joke. Yeah. Um, you know, like I don't think she likes the watch what crappens guys. Whereas like Ariana loves them. He right. makes fun of all of, them. you know, yeah. you can either laugh at yourself or you, or you don't. It's like people on like celebrities that are on SNL. Like you can go with it. Yeah. Or not. Yes. But like Trump, he can't handle it. Right. Right. Um, but Kim Kardashian can. Yes. So she did though today when they were t- talking with Lala, she's like, no, I mean, I get it. She's like, you know, you were in denial and you were just pretending like everything was okay. She's like, I mean, I'm the queen of that club. So I totally get it. Yeah. I was like, Oh, you see it now. And you're kind of making a joke about yourself. All right. And the fact that she laughed about the enchiladas. I'm like, Okay, you're learning to take a joke, Sheena. Yeah, and and I love that, Sheena. I love when she can do that because then it's like, then I can root for her and it's like, it it feels more pleasant than when she's... So defensive. Yes. Doubling down on why it was right when it wasn't. Yeah. 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 Okay, so... We loved each other. We're not in love anymore. It's never been easy. Your parents never liked me. Quite honestly, I was I was enlightened. All right. Got that part. What's next? Um, oh, well, yeah. Just speaking of, Charlie and Sheena sent a lot. She's like, Charlie's like, they were just a little whitewash for me. And Sheena's like, no, they were like super American. Like, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. James, again, is eye rolling. Um like okay it's kind of like when he was on andy and andy which was annoying kept asking about lala's fresh breakup he's like can we get back to us now this is about us not lala yeah you know but he does seem to that's when he stormed off when he thought it was shifting to charlie he stormed off yeah but i get where andy was going with it he was probably going he's bringing up charlie's party so that he could talk about how james yelled at charlie and raquel yes and never got there yes because he stormed off but i think that's why he brought up the food party yeah let's, let's talk about his rage calling him stupid yeah <clears throat> yeah i guess we never saw him confront him on that um so then we um get into when brock's friend touched uh charlie inappropriately she kind of addresses that um and her and sheena kind of have a moment where you know she's like you know what? Like next time that happens, like I, I, now I know what you need. Yeah. And you know what? I liked that because I feel like that kind of full circled it, um, from the season because her and Lala had that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of a nice full circle like moment. They both were like, now that I know what you want or you need, you know, out of our friendship, I will do that. Yes. So that made sense. Um, but then it was, yeah, then it was, they got into it a little bit more about, oh, the tweets, which was so dumb. This is when Sheena can't take a joke. Because, you know, when Charlie clapped back, like, Sheena, were you mad about this all night? Like, it was a funny little quip, but Sheena took it very 
defensively yes and explained why because she was up all night and her baby had covid and okay that was shocking <coughs> i had no idea about that about her baby having covid mm-hmm. mm. was that like on her podcast yes it was <laughs> oh so i yeah i was actually mo- noted andy's like your baby had covid like because i i'm like yeah andy like people get it it's, it's happening yeah um you know it doesn't always mean the worst i mean we should operate like that but um whatever but a poor little baby that's so sad yeah she's scared and she's scared anyways so she's so paranoid about you know losing yeah a baby um but so they talk about she's like well charlie's like well you liked a lot of negative hosts about me like so you think i'm thirsty you think i want attention she's like yeah she's like i don't need attention i'm not you and Sheena's just like kind of stunned like I had a couple times when Charlie was talking, Sheena looked shocked as in, I can't believe you, not as in Charlie, my friend, but you as in, you're not an OG, you're not as big as I am, are talking to me that way. Like, I feel like Raquel and Charlie are right. Like, you know, cause you know, Ariana was like, well, she doesn't do that to me. Like, I feel like, and it might be subconsciously, Sheena has a pecking order and she feels she can control Charlie and Raquel because they're not as big as her and they're not a, a you know, compatriot or an OG. So she knows she can't do that shit to Ariana or any of the others. Yes. Even, you know, yes. but she can with them because mm-hmm. she thinks those two need her to step up. Yes. And I mean, she probably isn't wrong about that. She certainly has helped both of them get more screen time for sure. But she uses that to control them a little bit. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. I, I I feel that. And I like Raquel because Raquel still stood up and she says, no, she did do that. But then Sheena explained why. She goes, okay, well, now that I see your perspective, that makes sense. Like she's so good at hearing it out and then forgiving her and moving on. Yeah. Like even with the engagement thing. Okay, well, I understand what you're, where you're coming from. I was just surprised. Yeah. So Sheena's lucky to have a gracious friend like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, But anyways, yeah, I definitely got that. The way Sheena was looking at Charlie when Charlie was popping off. And Charlie just doesn't give a fuck. She's like, yeah, I don't need it. People just pay attention to me anyways, just naturally. And she's just like, you could just see her seething like, what the fuck are you to talk to me that way? Yeah, for sure. That was crazy. But I mean, I suppose at the same time, when you've been on the show since the beginning and you've got like some new young upstart that you think you've helped, you're going to be like, who the fuck are you to talk to me? Like, yeah, I mean, it'd be easy to think that way. Yeah. Fall into that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I actually don't fault her for it. I'd probably do the same thing. (laughs) I mean, just the way they all were with Lala. Yeah. Started. Yeah. Like, no, like James said to Brock, know your place. Yeah. It's all, it would also be like very annoying to have a new person come in and like crack a joke at your expense, like an easy one that everybody makes all the time. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, like that's a pretty easy joke to say that Sheena only cares about herself. Like you could say that I could do like a hundred bits about that, you know, where examples where she's proved that. So I don't know. It's in it like just like that bugs me and just like, um, Brock keeps bringing up like Lala's little like taglines that really bugs me too. And he's like, 
oh, because you've got, you've got a Range Rover. You know, it's like. Yeah. He says it way too many times. Yeah. It's like, okay, dude. The PJ's the Range Rover, the Sugar Daddy. I'm like, you yeah. said you never Machine even watched Kelly. the show. Yeah. What did you go back and binge watch all the seasons? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's such an old reference. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like. Mm. And like, you're bitter about it. Like, because you don't have a Sugar Daddy. It's like, I don't it's Yeah. It's coming off really weird. Yeah. And, and like, that's his quip to everything. Yeah. Well, she's like, no, I knew he had he had kids, but I didn't know he hadn't seen them in four years. Yeah, because I don't have a sugar daddy and a PJ for a Range Rover. Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like that's not really like the right. <laughs> yeah, it's like not really comparable. Right. <laughs> like weird. All right. So, in a way, I feel like what he's saying is like Sheena is not his sugar daddy. You know what I mean? Like Sheena's not doing anything for him. Like, he's having to work for every... Like, I truly think that's what he's saying. Like, he's trying to be like, Sheena's not giving me anything. Like, you're getting everything. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, where are we now? Tom and Katie and Lala join. Tom, they're all shocked. I mean, Lala looks triggered, but Schwartz, that's when he breaks out the, wow, man, you're so brave. He's like... You could have went twenty years later, been twenty years later, and just been like, "I hate you." Yeah, <laughs> and everyone starts laughing, and Brock's like, "Yeah, he is definitely not reading the room." Yeah, like, no, because he's stuck in his own brain and how he really feels about his own life. Yeah. Um, Lala says she's just like, "Sorry, I'm just processing." Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're. They're all just trying to figure out what's going on. Um, then we get into Sheena's 55 pound weight gain, which again, I don't like this. Yeah. I didn't like it. I don't like that. She like put a number on it. First of all, like I, I wish that Andy would have kind of like saluted the, the girls a little bit and been like, you know, it's really rare that like, you guys give birth and are at work two days later like um, that when he got his kid he took a couple of months off yeah you didn't even birth the kid yeah <laughs> you know yeah he should have yeah so i i really like salute sheena and lala for all that they went through on this season you know and they've talked about it. they talked about how they probably like said and did things that they wouldn't normally do because like they were going through so many changes and they're, you know, just you're exhausted. So tired, hormonal. Yeah. Trying to exercise and look good. Trying to find outfits that work. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. On top of taking care of your baby. Like it's just, it's a lot. So then, yeah, that leads into how did you feel about Sheena kind of like mom shaming you like someone else, strangers are raising your kids and, I thought this wasn't like an honest moment and where, you know, again, where like a lot of times, especially since the breakup with Randall, I've liked Lala. I've liked her on some podcasts. I, she's going a bit far with it now, which I don't mind because I don't like Randall. But uh, I mean, this was real and honest. And she's like, I don't have a kind and loving partner the way Brock is for Sheena. So that was nice. She's like, I don't have a partner. She's like, my partner was the night nurse and the day nurse. She's like, cause I had no, no one else. And she started choking up and it's like, okay, this is, you know, if you're, when you're real like this. Yeah. I really liked that she said that because 
I feel like we all had a feeling that Randall was like that, you know, and she kind of was cracking a joke about it even, you know, and I really, um, I really felt her on that, that like, it's not easy being the only one who's taking care of the baby, like even with help or whatever, you know, and that's where like, it's so, it's so interesting to see like the different types of support that people have because, they keep saying that Brock is such a great partner and I can tell that he is. But the other thing that Sheena has, you know, that um, I know Lala's mom came into town and everything, but Erica is just like priceless in this whole situation too. Like the fact that your mom can jump in there and take care of, you know, summer for you. I mean, they were busy. Like I, I, I can't believe like the schedule that they kept with, the yeah. babies and everything. And well, then, her mom worked and her mom quit her job to do this. And that's why they pay her because she literally quit her job. Yeah. Whereas I think, I mean, that's why Lala's mom is down here now. Yeah. I don't know if she worked or not, but I know she came down to live with her for like the next yeah five, six months. Which I think is great. Yeah. But yeah, just, it was, yeah. Hard to watch. Um, Let's see. So then they're talking about Schwartz coming in front of the production crew and everyone's grossed out that he's using that word. And I knew that that was like when, when I watched that episode, I knew that was like really awkward, you know, like that the whole crew is there. Yeah. I mean, I th- actually that was funny and good point. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartz, but everyone's like, ew. Cause then they started picturing Tom and Ariana's Ariana's like, don't say that word. It's kind of like hearing it from your dad or something. Yeah. So then Andy's like, you know, Ariana, just when we think we have you figured out, you go and you throw us a curveball. And um, she's like, no, I'm still not having kids. She's like, well, why did you get your eggs retrieved then? And she's like, because they're there. Like what she has said is, I mean, I respect this. It's like she's being not wasteful. And there's so many people that want and need eggs. So she's like, because they're there. So you, someone might as well use them. So she has said... If they don't, she will gift them to anyone that wants them. Yeah. Now, I know we got a couple of DMs about about this last time about, you know, um, people thinking that that was really weird to so flippantly just be like, yeah, if anyone wants my egg, go ahead and take it. <laughs> like that is, I mean, that is Ariana's choice. We're just commenting on it. So, yeah, originally she said, you know, like she has a lot of um, like gay male friends that, you know, would like to have a child yeah. and they can get a surrogate and use her eggs. Um, and then I think she just kind of casually said, or, you know, anyone that needs them, you know, it's funny because, um, not to get into episode two, but I think sometimes the things that Ariana says really rub people the wrong way. It triggers them like that. She's so flippantly just able to dismiss like things that some people would like find, I don't know what what the right word is, but like Just I think, treasure more. Yeah, or but aspire like to that's or. not. Yeah, it's like the whole thing is like very strange because she's allowed to have her feelings about whatever. I mean, and you know? if you do though, like if you've struggled or you're like, how could she be so flippant about something that's like so important to you? It's like I actually t- think she is being extra considerate because I think she does see that people struggle with that with fertility. And if she's not, she wants to be able to help people that are. Yeah. So I think it's being more selfless. Yeah. Because no one wants to go do that egg retrieval. It's not like a fun process. Uh-uh. So just for fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
But it was so after that was shared, um, Andy asked, you know, T Sandy, like, you know, have you done anything with that? Or like, what's going on? And he hasn't, even though Ariana's kind of. She said that before on a uh, podcast that she has told Tom to go make embryos out of him. And he clearly seems to have tuned her out. Yeah. So I know she said it before because I heard her say that a couple of months ago. Yeah, weird. So then they talk about like Sheena and she explains and I'm glad she explained this because I know I've seen a lot of people comment in different groups, uh, Reddit and other Facebook groups on um, they think she just doesn't want to have another baby because she's vain because of her body because of and I know just from listening to her podcast and things like that, she's explained it many times. So I'm glad she got this chance to explain it on because um, I don't know all the medical things. I know she had this preeclampsia like Kim K had, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize. I do remember hearing the story once she told it, but clearly half the cast didn't. Like Katie looked shook, Lala looked shook, how she almost like died and couldn't hold her baby without someone else there. I don't know. It was pretty ex- yeah. extreme and scary. And she doesn't want to go through that again or risk that because, you know, she doesn't want to leave somewhere alone so i mean i thought it was good um for her to explain that so people can not just assume if she gets a surrogate it's out of vanity yeah because it's basically the same reason kim k did it too right or yeah i don't know if she had that hip help help syndrome yeah i don't know if kim k had that i know she had the preeclampsia but anyways in Andy's lost at their mission statement of the bar. So he asked Schwartz to say it. And again, you go, oh, it's funky, vibrant, cozy dive lounge nestled in the Hollywood Hills with fresh, playful cocktail. <laughs> um, yeah. They said that they're, oh, so they showed a little, I don't know what a cash out refi is. Tom Schwartz said, yeah, they turned down the Tom Tom money plus Lisa's offer. He's like, I got a cash out refi. Do you know what that is? I don't. Yeah. Someone let us know what that is. Is that good or bad? <laughs> is Katie on the hook for it? Like what's going on? Probably there? not good. I, I don't know. Cause I was like, when Raquel apologized to Katie for saying, for what she said and watch what happened saying she should butt out of Tom's business because she thinks Katie's just bored with her life. Yeah. Which I mean, probably not wrong. Um, but then she said her mom explained it to her that no, when you're in a marriage, it's 50, 50 partnership, you're on the hook financially. So like we've said, it is Katie's business. I mean, yeah, it's of her interest anyways, because she's financially tied in with Schwartz. But when it comes to all this stuff, I don't know how, Ariana and Sandoval are working it out, you know, if their businesses go belly up, like what are the others on the hook for? I don't know. It's confusing. It's not my world. Yeah. You guys weigh in. So they go and do a video tour of Schwartz and Sandy's. It did look better. Something was happening at least. Yeah. um, I'm concerned that they're under budget. They're still sticking with spring 2022. Yeah, they said they they demoed some of the tile themselves. You know, that made me nervous, too. Like them swinging a, you know, (laughs) hammer or something. It's like, 
knowing them, they would like go right through the wall, you know, and yes. like create a bigger problem. Like bust a pipe. Yes. Like, oops. <laughs> they said they're going to get busts of themselves. Okay. Yeah. And then the only place in LA where you can see a starry night in this fiber optic starry night booth. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's going to be like the circle room at Sir where like only Yeah. only like Brad by Brad's going to be able to sit there. Yeah. And he's going to sit there with his fur jacket and his arms spread out and just like looking at everyone that's not in the booth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm in the booth. You're not. Yeah. Go away. I feel like Brad by Brad would invite us over. No. Yes. I not at all. Like Brad by Brad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's a reason I always say hi, Logan. Because <laughs> he's nice. <laughs> so is Brad. Again, I don't know. <laughs> I think we were 50-50 on that at the Mondrian party after our premiere party because like he was nice to some people and not nice to other people. I don't know, there's an air and an attitude there. I think I think you're you're misinterpreting like a shyness that or something. Shy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, he doesn't he doesn't rub me the wrong way at all. I don't know. I guess I wouldn't say he rubs me the wrong way. I just I guess I've seen him his glow up and uh-huh. we just used to see him outside of the, the yeah. balcony. Is that what you call it? The patio? Yeah. Outside uh, on the other side of the fence. Yeah. 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 Hi. Hi. Like sticking his hand in there. Hey, Hey Jax, Jax. Oh, Hey Brad. But he was on that side of the fence. Okay. He wasn't in the VIP room with Craig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But now he's worked at, I don't know. And someone once said to me, have you noticed He's always right there every time like Ariana's on film or blowing out her candles. Like when she's blowing out her candles, it should be Sandoval next to her or maybe her like uh, Sheena Uh or her brother or her mom. I I don't know. And ever since that was pointed out to me years ago, every birthday, he's right there. Every time the camera's on her, he's right there. Yeah. Like he's positioned himself very well. Yeah. He very strategic. is very into Ariana. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For sure. So, yeah, I mean, he's never done anything bad to me or um, nothing like that. Yeah. I don't think he knows, like, who the fuck I am. Wouldn't pick me out of a lineup, but seems to remember you. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I then just, Logan knows who I am. For some reason, he's just always easy. For, he's easy for me to talk to. I don't know. Like I just, he just. And when I went to, um, see, I don't try, so I can't say that he's not. So I, yeah, won't, I won't. And when I went him. to, um, you know, T Sandy's show by myself, like he was super nice and like made me feel included with Ariana and everything. So well, that's good. Yeah, like I, whereas like Billy Lee really didn't. No, and she really doesn't with anybody. Yeah, so I I like that about him where like he kind of like if you're going to approach the group, like he kind of like helps you a little bit. I yeah. don't know. Okay. That's that just happened to me a couple times. Well, that's good. See, I don't have things to go off of because I I get stopped by the vibe, so I don't try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I totally get that. Yeah, it's a weird thing. It's like a weird wall like James and I. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a whoa. I don't know. I kind of have to Lambert for you folks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Off of Brad. On to Andy calls out Katie for being critical of Sandoval's ideas. She said basically she's just airing out Schwartz's grievances. She's just the one voicing it. And Tom, that's when Tom's like physically assaulting her, trying to put his hand over her mouth. Like, stop, stop, no, so it's not true. It's not true. It was so uncomfortable because like her body language of like swatting him off yeah. of swatting her. And then it's like they, it's like in both of their eyes, they realize like, oh shit, like we're filming right now. Everyone just saw that. Like, how do we recover from this? It was like Trump and Melania. Like he's trying to yes. silence her and she's swatting his hand away. And then they're like, it's all captured. And they're like, oh fuck. Yeah. And then like he tries to grab her hand and she like releases it, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think she's making it up. I do think Tom says these things. Maybe he's talking out loud or maybe he thinks it's what Katie wants to hear. But I do agree. Like I did start panicking with him because it's like. If Chad did that to me, like yeah. if he was like, like aired out everything that I, it's like, dude, I told you that in confidence. Like you don't go right. to my friends and be like, Holly was saying you guys like didn't invite her somewhere like you and she's feeling left out. Like, why'd you do that? Like that's you don't want your your yeah. someone that you're confiding in to say that you want them to like hold that space for you yeah. and be on your side. But like not but I, he never has her back so i guess no it's like she's not gonna have his back it's like all out war with them all the time <laughs> yeah. like it's i would be so stressed like I, out yeah. and then he's so demeaning to her like he's like bubba that's not what we're talking about like he's always like so quick to like swat her down and be like nope that's not it when it's like was that it like poor she's gaslit all the time yes for sure she is. Yes. So, no, I can't blame her for what she's doing because she's getting the short end of the stick for when she's actually trying to stand up for her husband. But, yeah, at the same time, not keeping his confidence because he's so afraid. He doesn't want anyone to know he's ever said anything bad about, you know. Yeah. It's like you're in business with him. He's one of your best friends. He's also, like, the wedge between you and your other best friend, Jack. So, of course, you're going to have some issues. It's okay. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But he's so f- afraid of that, of any kind of confrontation or ed- anyone looking at him like he's not like Mr. Nice Guy. But yeah, I, d- I do feel for Katie there. So T. Sandy kind of goes off and he's like, it was really, you know, gross watching back like this conversation and or that's what they say about him. And he's like, propaganda was spread about me. And like, you know, he's like super upset too for everything that was said about him. And Ariana's kind of piping in to defend him. And it's, yeah, they're, they're going at it. Yeah. So, um, uh, Lala is rolling her eyes the whole time and laughing when Sandoval said he's had lies spread against him and propaganda. She's doing her puffy lip laughing, eye rolling thing. Clearly, she's not a fan of his. Um, Katie's saying how, like, I don't know, like, Sandoval thinks, you know, he's number one and Tom's number two. And James chimes in. He's like, but it is. He's driving the motorcycle and he's in the sidecar. That's how they are in real life. And it's like, he's not wrong. Yeah, he's. Yeah, it's it's true. Like, so I don't know what to believe because I believe like. Schwartz is doing some stuff, but is he like, hey, guess what? I'm looking at Stone. Well, where's Sandoval? Sleeping. So then Katie's like, you're always sleeping. But then I do believe I'm like, you know what? Sandoval is probably partying a lot. 
how he sleeps in. We know Schwartz gets up at like 530. Yeah. So I'm sure there's truth in both sides there. Well, and I think that they probably do both have like different strengths and maybe Schwartz right now is good at like getting the permit thing together. Maybe he's working on that and T Sandy has no idea what's going on and he doesn't care, you know? Um, Probably wants a break. Yeah. So, (laughs) but yeah, lots of tension there. So, all right. He starts. Okay. We already saw that, that. We're getting to the end of episode one. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that. And then it's like kind of was like left on a cliffhanger with, you know, on the next episode and we can get into the next episode next, but yeah, that's kind of how it ended. And yeah. All right. Should we stop and start again or just roll right into it? I kind of have to go potty. (laughs) You just pause. Okay. Hold on guys. Okay, guys, we are back with part two of the reunion now. And, okay, yeah, I just realized it started, kicked off with Raquel, what we just talked about, her apologizing to Katie for saying she was bored with her life, which is still kind of funny. Yeah. um, That joke still ages well. No need to apologize, Raquel. (laughs) Yeah, it... I, yeah, I was kind of glad that they brought this up because it was just kind of like awkward and it was like good TV, you know, but um, I mean, Katie's pretty much ha- isn't denying it. She said she needs something to do. She was telling Lisa that yeah. I need something to do with my day. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, But yeah, so what Raquel says, we talked about this before, was that her mom said, you know, when you're married, um you're married in all senses, meaning business and like all that stuff. And so that seemed to kind of trigger Ariana. Right. So she's nodding a lot and she's like, yep. Mm-hmm. And then Lala's like, Oh, stop shaking your head, Ariana. You're not even married. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Ariana's like, what? Excuse me? Oh, okay, fine. I'll marry Tom. And then suddenly everything will change, right? Is that right? And then Lala's like, yeah, well, I'd love to see you in court. Like, they're not really going to care that you say, well, I feel married. I mean, that was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, they're both like making fun of each other. And it's just. And again, like, I feel like this, like they, everyone's like being triggered like each person is triggered in a different way. Ariana's triggered because she's not married, but she's still, like Lala said, she feels married, you know? And yeah. I mean, I almost think of them as married. Like they've been together so long. They've partnered up in every aspect of their life. So Lala's very triggered about this whole thing because even at the end when they're, Andy asks about Brock and Sheena's engagement, she again eye rolls and puffs out her lips. It's like, well, I thought you were happy for them. You're not happy for them. And then but then Katie's triggered by Ariana not being married either because she's like, you don't understand because it's not important to you how engagement and marriage is. And that triggers Ariana. Like everyone's triggering each other over yes. this marriage thing. And I, I actually, it's like one of the first times this season that I did not agree with Katie's take on that. Like I thought that was a dumb take. Like just 
Yeah. Like, that's not fair to say. That's not fair to say that Ariana doesn't know because she doesn't find that important. Like, I, I don't think that that's true. It's like and, those things people say, well, you don't know. You'll understand one day. You can't possibly understand because you're not a mother or, yeah. which I'm not saying isn't true, but it's just it's a sh- shitty thing to say. It really is. Or when you say, oh, there's been a lot of Housewives episodes on this. Well, you're just a stepmother. You will feel differently about your real children, not your stepchildren. Like there have been like so many episodes on that with different housewives. And it's like, again, shitty thing to say, whether or not it's true. It's just like, it's just not necessary. You can't to, make assumptions yeah. about people like that. Yeah. And you don't yeah. know what the other person has been through. You never know yeah. what the true story is. So to say something like that is just like, yeah, I mean, yeah. look at Raquel, like, oh, well, her mother isn't her mother. But look at how she feels about her. She's like, she's the only mother that, yeah. Yeah. Is my mother. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shitty thing to go in any of those areas. And I'll, and so many people do that. Like about, like all the examples you just gave where they're like, oh, you think two kids is hard? Try three. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's always like something else. Like something that, oh, yeah. you, you think that's hard? I, well, I love hearing like you and Michaela talk about all these girls now with their babies and like how hard it is. And you're both like, dumbasses, this is the easy part. Okay. Because you don't have to worry about them. They just lay there. Yeah. And it's not the easy part. Cause you certainly didn't feel like that at the time. No, every, every <laughs> single, I mean, Stage. I'm learning that lesson even now still. It's like, yeah, every, everything has its challenge. And you forget, like, as you're going through it, like, you forget, like, what... Because you think, you forget that you were sleep deprived and, like, a a slave to them with breastfeeding. Yeah. But now you think, they just laid in a bassinet. Like, it was so easy. I could just lay there and not worry. Now they're like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, like, all the time. (laughs) Mom, mom. (laughs) Yeah, mom. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That caused a lot of issues with my sister because she's not used to that. And so she legit thinks the kids are like hungry like malnourished like they're not getting fed and uh because they're just i'm a hungry though oh, but i'm my, hungry my dad like every single time like i'll go over there after my kids have been at their house he's like do you feed them <laughs> like he like he is like legit like thinking that i don't it's like no dad you don't understand like this is like constant yeah. like it's constant like it's they're bored like it's 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 what you it's what they say yes and it's like i'm like and they're they're not like you dad where like they wake up and have like a instant breakfast in the morning (laughs) and then freaking they eat their meal at five o'clock and go to bed you know like they and they're not because you can give them something that they would normally eat like let's say mac and cheese or chicken nuggets or something no i'm hungry for snacks yeah like they're yeah okay constantly (laughs) so i had to explain i'm like no, they're very healthy, well-fed children. Yeah. They're just working the system right now called you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, yeah, they like getting different things. And, yeah. Yeah. And they like being served. They really do. Yeah. They really like to see like what you're going to do. I need water. Yeah. I'm thirsty. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that he said that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um. Okay, well, cool. I'm going to tell my sister that. Oh, my gosh. So um, we're going to Vegas tomorrow. Ronnie has a competition, her first competition of the season, like with her musical theater team. And um, one of our listeners is going to be there and I get to meet her. Oh, cool. So that'll be so cool. Fun. I mean, we've been like 
trying to meet each other like since the beginning of the podcast. So finally. Wow. I know. Awesome. Yeah. So Andy asked Raquel about her no. She said she's okay with it now. And then they get into it. Like he's like, James, did you really think like she would leave you if you like, you know, botched up your nose? He's like, yes, if it was plastic surgery, absolutely. He's like, well, what if you got in a car accident? And he's like, no, I'm not saying she'd leave me for a car accident. But He got very agitated at this angle of questioning. He's yeah. like, why do you guys have to take it to that? Like, I, that's not what I was saying. You're twisting my words around. Um, I mean, I finally he kind of like looped around and was like, I should have just never said that. Yeah. Um, because I think I know what he was saying. You know, like I, I got what he was saying, but it didn't it definitely didn't come off good. No. Like you wouldn't want your boyfriend to say that. Yeah, so it's like, well, you would stick with her in an accident, but not botched surgery, which was clearly an accident because no one intends to have botched surgery. No, it's an accident. Or yes, male practice. One yeah. of the two. Yeah, or it's like the results aren't what you wanted. You know, like it's. So you're gonna leave someone for that? Yeah, just super awkward. Um, let's see. Weird analogy is what I wrote. So yes, it was. Yeah. So Lala doesn't believe that Brock didn't know Sheena was on a show. Okay, this was very interesting. Yeah. Um, and and Lisa even pipes in and is like, we're very popular in Australia. Yeah, I'm country. I We don't have those TVs. I'm very country. <laughs> but your sister watches it, as yeah. Sheena even says. Yeah. But we knew that. Um, I mean, I believe... <sighs> Look, the guy was busy working. He was in countries his whole twenties in Europe and what what's uh was he in Tanzania or something? I don't know. He was around the fucking world. Yeah. Playing his sports bubble. I believe he didn't watch the show. Maybe he'd heard of it. I don't know. I feel like someone right away told him who she was. Yeah, maybe at the time he didn't watch the show, but now I know he studied the show. Like, there's just, like, yeah. too many, you know. I don't think he targeted her at the music festival, nor did he target her to move to L.A. and kill it. Like, he went to Colorado first, then he went to Vegas, then he went to San Diego. Yeah. So it was kind of a long, long stretch. But uh, I do believe... Yeah, do I think that they'd be on this fast track to marriage, even with a baby, if it wasn't Sheena wasn't Sheena? Probably not. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I've talked about how I've deep dived Brock's social media, and I chose to not share it on in our group or on the podcast, really, because I felt like it was just like a little bit negative to, I don't know, it felt a little invasive to show what I found but what I did Michaela suggested we do deep dives for a Patreon oh yes okay I love a deep dive but um Brock has been trying to break into the industry that's all he's been trying to do since he got here entertainment Um, industry yes oh I mean not entertain I mean like the content that he was putting out was like very he wanted to be like an influencer Mm-hmm. Big time, you know, which a lot of people do. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But um, it just shows that like he was after this and like he finally has attained what he wants, mm-hmm. you know, which again, like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I have to say, like 
let's like really break this down. Like Brock came on to this show and like he really laid it out there. I mean, like you could like argue that it was Kristen Doty style. He opened, I mean, the stuff that he had to share Mm -hmm. is huge. You know, like he carried this season. He really did. Yeah. So props for that. Yeah. There wasn't, because the big storyline other than that was James and Raquel getting engaged, but there was no entertainment around that other than, oh, we saw some fireworks. We saw a lot of costume parties. Like, yeah, there wasn't drama around their engagement. Right. There wasn't fights unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah. Like there was there was like they tried to give us like some red flags. Like, is this really going to work? Like, has James changed? Is he sober? Is he going to stay true to Raquel? But it was like not compelling enough to carry the season. What was compelling to see is like, what the F is Brock going to do? Like, what is going to happen with Sheena? Like what what's happening? Yeah. So then Lisa asks, well, how did you even get your business visa? Because it cost me $700,000 in investments. Okay, now this was really interesting. I was not familiar with any of this. So I'd like to know more about this. I mean, I know usually you have to have a business sponsor. So I had assumed, you know, so Brock got the opportunity to open the gym after he had enough success in sports uh-huh. with his rugby career and potential football career but it wasn't that successful i think rugby he was a pro rugby player yeah um there or here there there okay but now here okay um and in europe Mm -hmm. so it was very big in europe so i i was thinking okay he got in with a partner to open this gym and the sponsor you, so then you know you get to stay here as long as the company sponsored you yes well it sounds like that's what happened except for they actually maybe put his name on the paperwork uh-huh. so that he could be an owner. Right. So kind of the same thing, not a sponsor, but an owner. So more similar to what Lisa did, but I don't think he put in the 500, whatever it, the business was valued at. Right. And he didn't spend that. Yeah. But someone helped him out by putting that. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's cool. Yeah. Um, she explains it. Yeah. But I, I, that was, I'd never heard of that before. So that was like super interesting to like, I didn't know that that's how it worked. I mean, it explains why there's how many like non-citizens here that are huge business power mongers. Like, how are you here? You know, cause they're not married to an American. Yeah. I mean, think about all the people you dealt just, with at, at, I just think, yeah, I just think of how hard it was to become a citizen here. Like I watched my dad go through it. Like as you know, like he came here from Holland and he didn't become a citizen until, gosh, I I feel like I was like in maybe like third grade. And like I watched him like do all the stuff, you know, that you have to. So it's like very interesting how it works. Mm. But yeah, there's like so many different avenues of work visas, student visas, like all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, the work visa, I think you have to get it renewed like every two years. Yeah. Um, and have that company sponsor you. Like they have to write a letter saying that you possess a unique skill set 
that they can't find anywhere yeah. in the States. So they need this person. Yeah. Cause I would deal with a lot of contractors like from Canada or, yeah. and so they'd have to like, and it, um, it seemed always that. like very stressful too. Like like it could kind of be like taken away at any time and stuff too. Like if you, you didn't to perform it, you're, it. yeah. Like yeah. if you don't follow the, the rules Probably or whatever. Follow. Yeah. So, um, basically they kind of start coming at Brock about, you know, like, okay, so, what about, you know, like what's going on with your child support and like all of that. And so he, you know, and they straight up ask him about like domestic violence Mm -hmm. and all of that. And he has to repeat it again. Like I, yeah. So he's gone into a lot more detail than he did on the reunion. And he probably went in, they probably cut it, you know, probably edited it in the reunion. Yeah. Um, he does ex- go through the whole story a few times on different Sheena podcasts um, and explains, you know, what happened with all of it. Um, but, you know, he does address it here, not condoning it, but. Has Brock ever done anyone else's podcast like not Sheena's? Yes, a couple. He did that Harvey, some YouTube guy. Okay. Um, And then he did this other with her with her okay they've done a couple as a couple yeah 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 um and he talked about it on on those as well cool um anyways yeah i'm not gonna we've explained what he said before i know most of you don't care but yeah, he said he's... There did seem like there was like a little discrepancy between like him and Sheena were like kind of arguing. Like he's like, I started pay- making the payments in 2018. She's like, no, 2019. Yeah. Um, I think he found out in late 2018 and then okay. actually probably started making payments in 2019. Yeah. I don't know. Um. And we'll see. He's so everyone, like, I felt like the vibe in the room was like everyone was like making faces when he was like kind of telling his story. But I don't know. Like, if we put ourselves in his position, like, what is he supposed to do? Like, how could he answer to where we were all satisfied? Right. So I I he, kind of... He can't. I don't know. Yeah. And he, he... He's telling his truth. And he doesn't really try to. So I think that that, like, angers a lot of people. But it's like... He's not lying about it. Like, I'm glad that he's not like, it's taken care of. And then we find out that it's not. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Like, he's pretty much saying, like, I'm trying to deal with it while still supporting myself, while supporting Sheena. Or you're saying, like, it's none of your business or she's a liar. I didn't do any. Like, he's owning it. it it's, we don't like it. Yeah. But what are we supposed it's, to yeah, do with it's it? It's very uncomfortable. But again, like, it's not, there's nothing we can do. You right. know, it's. Can you can you tell us a different answer? We don't like that one. You yeah. Know? It's like- and I can imagine that that's very frustrating for Sheena, too, because there's really no way to spin this. Yeah. And they I feel like they've kind of tried to they tried to spin it by saying, like, just wait till the end of the season. And we're at the end of the season. And I have to say, I feel about the same way about him. I. Yeah. But how I feel is that, like he can't give me any other answer right now. Like we're literally dead stopped in the road. So it's going to be like TBD to how Brock is like really going to be. It's going to. Yeah. Well, let's see how he turns out. Yeah. That's all anyone can really hope for. Go, go from, go off of. Yeah. Cause you can't change the past. Yeah. And he's told us 
I mean, I guess he's told us enough truth that why would anyone go check and look it up? I mean, unless you guys are in Australia and could check to see. Oh, God, I would love if someone could look it up. If he has an active restraining order, which I don't think he does, because that would be a very, I'm sure there's people that have looked into it. That would be a very terrible lie to be caught in. Yeah, of course I I don't know. I, I yeah, it'd be interesting to really get. I in know. There. I mean, we I've, we've heard from a lot of people in Australia, and they've explained that's not how it works. Like he, the government doesn't pay child support; they pay government assistance, like welfare. Yeah. Um. And I think they're he's not paying them back. They're coming after him like our government would with like the deadbeat dad thing. They're right. garnishing wages. Right. They're not going to be like, Brock, we gave her $300 yeah. in September. So we need the 300 from you. Like he owes what he owes. This is like a deadbeat dad thing. So yeah. since they can't garnish his wages because he's not in the country. Yeah. What they would do is not let him leave the country. And that's another reason he hasn't been back there. Yes. Because he can't risk being stuck. Yeah, his baby. I, yeah, is over I here. yeah. I kind of wish he would say that. I feel like that would be make it like a lot more. He interesting. did say one on one podcast. He yeah. did say he there's a chance they wouldn't let me leave the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. But I only heard that one time, so probably not something he advertises. But so it makes sense. N- not to jump ahead, but I'm going to. Um, later in the episode, they announced that they are going to get married in Bali and. Um, it's going to be in November and that they hope that, you know, his family will be there, her family. So that'll be cool. That's been canceled. Oh, it has? Yeah. Why? Because Bali changed their quarantine rules. So now it's too much of a hassle. And they said out of like the 150 people that were planning on going to the wedding, like only 19 don't live in California or something like that. So it just made more sense to do it. They said they're still considering another country, but most likely it'll probably be, you know, US or California and just try to get their his family here. Hmm. Um, I think, you know, it probably got too expensive. Yeah. She's saying because of the new surge, they just changed their quarantine rules again and could very well be true. You know, it's hard to deal with, you know, countries like that, that, you know, yeah, aren't super, you know, they, they just operate differently yeah, and can probably change on a whim. So no, they said that recently that it seems like a long way out though, to call it off. Yeah. Like things would change again, unless yeah. you really want to start planning. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows? I mean, I think it's a good call because with all this, Hullabaloo about him not paying and being caught up on child support to be spending money on a trip to Bali where they had all these activities planned and hotels. And I know you get Bali's very cheap. You get a lot for your money, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It would look better to be a little more modest when you have these kind of outstanding issues. I'm sure that baby, the ex-wife, wouldn't be super thrilled to be like, oh, you're going to have this lavish wedding at a resort in Bali while you still owe child. Yeah, you're not seeing your kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they need to be a little smarter about it and think more strategically. And you know what? Just go on vacation. Go on your honeymoon there. Yeah. Or get your closest friends that want to go there and be like, hey, let's all go here. I feel like, um, you know, 
I think Brock really wants to give Sheena something special. He keeps saying that, you know, he really wants her to have everything that she wants, you know? So I think that they thought that that was like a super fun alternative to, and and I think I thought it sounded super fun too. So yeah, I think it's just not when you're inviting that many people. Yeah. You know, when you're doing the 20, 30 people, sure. Yeah. But for sure. So James, I thought this month, this flashback was funny because James was explaining how Raquel's parents didn't like him and they verbally assaulted him at Thanksgiving over like hiking boots. And he's like, uh, they just, you know, they had concerns about me being an alcoholic and concerns about some of my past behavior. And then they, they do this flashback to him calling Doty, you're a nasty slut and you just, you smell bad. And then like the oh, spitting and every yeah, it's God. just like oh my god, what the hell? That was so awful. I gotta go back and watch. I felt like it was so telling too because um, Andy was kind of like so Raquel like was this like a like where you, was your family like very concerned about James? And I always wondered about this too because I imagine like trying to tell Ron and Diane that I'm with DJ James Kennedy now. <laughs> they like someone would send them the footage of what he's done and they'd be like okay, Holly, this is like typical of your bad decision making. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, I just wondered, like, how could you justify the things he's done and be like, he's my Prince Charming, like, give us your blessing. And the rage text he did to her. Yeah. Uh, just Kristen Doty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's a tough one. Yeah. Um, and then they do a, like a little flashback to when um, her dad is like joking around with Lisa about he's like, I've been murdering him. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'll just put him in a shallow grave and no one will find him for 10 years. Like, that's really creepy. Yeah. It's 10 to 15 years. She's like, well, I mean, of course you're joking. And then he looks at her. He's like, hmm. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Whew. So this is probably one of the best parts of the um, reunion was Sheena's complaining about sitting on her bad side. She's very upset about it. She's like, I'm just so mad. I'm sitting on this side. It's so upsetting. And Brock's like, it's okay. But and she's like, don't tell me it's okay. You're here to support me. If I want to complain about this being my bad side, I want to complain. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so classic Sheena. I mean, right up there with checking your makeup in the compact yes as shay is falling apart yes <laughs> oh um then they show a uh, montage of lala's red flags her hypocrisy about brock um that was good too Com you know did the whole comparing randall he's a stand-up man I mean, this had to be like brand new for the producers and editors to deal with because, you know, all of this kind of broke right towards the end. And so they had to get yeah. this footage ready and really connect Quickly. connect the dots with those things. And boy, did it work. It worked. Yeah. Because Lala is just caught completely red handed with all of the stuff that she, you know, put everybody through of talking about her man and what a stand-up guy he was, and then turning around and being like, why didn't anyone warn me about him? I don't understand <laughs> how none of you said a thing to me. And like any time they ever had in the past, she jumps down their throat. Don't even think about it, yeah. Oh, my favorite was, and I think Brock 
I think he said, wait, can we rewind here? Because she was saying, well, how did you not know that he wasn't separated? Right? Yeah. She's like, because we are traveling and it, like Lisa's like, had you ever been to his house? Well, no. It's like a red flag. And and she's like, well, we are just always traveling or he'd come to my place. And um, what was it? Oh, you know, have you never heard him on the phone? No. And I just assumed what woman would ever let their man go off for a couple weeks. Like that would never happen. I certainly wouldn't. And then I think Brock said something like, what? Just can you rewind that a few, a little bit? And they do a little montage of her, even in the reunion, explaining why they broke, like what the red flags were. Well, he was always gone. He's gone for weeks yeah, at a time. Yeah, never home. Even when he didn't have a movie project, she'd say that on her podcast. So it's like, well, which is it? He was always gone or a wife would never allow that. Like, yeah, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty quick of both Brock and Andy to pick that up and put yeah. that together that quickly. Yeah, for sure. And uh, anyway, so she was saying. I felt yeah. like, yeah, I felt like some of the times when Brock was jumping in to like the discussion was like kind of obnoxious. Like I like a couple of times, like he was being rude, but I have to like if he hadn't done that like I, it would have been pretty boring so he did a pretty good job of jumping in dropping in the, like yeah she's said just little you know just not agreeing i mean like hmm it's like you that know. lifestyle worked fine for you until it was until it didn't and yeah she's explained why you know sheena said well why didn't you express this a year and a half ago we were friends then well i didn't know he wasn't paying or seeing his children and Brock's like, of course not. You were too busy flying on PJs with Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> like, yeah. I was one of those, this is kind of an out of place statement, Brock, and you should probably just zip it, but also funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, but, thank you. Yeah. That's kind of like, <laughs> like Kate, like when Katie was like, yeah, yeah, I felt like I was like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> okay. Zip it, but thank you. And, yeah. And zip it, but don't. Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Sandoval said he'd heard rumors of Randall hitting on basically some mutual friends. James is like, just be honest, be honest, come on. He's like, I saw him buying hot girls that serve drinks, and he's like, I can't say anything, I've already had my say, and that's true. I mean, the the craziest one who dropped, like, the mic on this was Prakel. So, like, Raquel is, everyone's, like, kind of going off. But, like, again, no one's really pointing the finger exactly. Like, there was accusations. Lala's feeling uncomfortable. But then Raquel's like, well, I knew, I knew Lala before when she was a mistress. (laughs) And, like, everyone's just like, uh. The jaws drop. (laughs) And even Lala's just like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, like, when Sheena's jaw dropped at the engagement being broken off and them not having sex, which you think was staged. These jaws were not staged. When Raquel said this, they were all like, oh shit, she's going in on Well, it was like everyone wanted to say it, but like having it come from Raquel with like her sweet like disposition, you're just like, oh. (laughs) And then Lisa jumps in. And she says, it's not surprising that history is repeating itself. Shit. Like, damn, Raquel. 
she didn't even say a bitchy like Sheena could be like, it's not surprising that history is repeating itself. Like she was like, so it's not surprising that history. Yeah, she's like, so so actually when I heard about it, I wasn't that surprised. (laughs) Like what? Yeah. And then Lisa doubles down with it. Well, they say you lose them how you get them. Oh, Oh, rough, dude. Which I mean, everyone is saying uh, all over the internet. It's like, you lose them. Like, we've seen that. Yeah. Lala's no stranger to that statement. But coming from Lisa. Yeah, pretty gnarly. Who also married a man after, what, three weeks and 40 years for senior or something like that. Yeah. I also, I also. Although she wasn't a mistress. I also got the feeling that. Lisa herself was feeling a little bamboozled by Randall. Like she was a little disappointed that he isn't the power player. He pretended yeah. to be. And also just to like, you know, touch on the whole Lala thing when she's opening up about Randall, the part that like really got me emotional was when she was like, I trusted him enough to bring a child into this world. Like that was heartbreaking because, yeah. um, I get the feeling that Lala didn't take that decision lightly. You know what I mean? Like she truly thought that things were going to work out. And that's, it's really shitty. That's shitty for ocean. And that's just a shitty thing to happen to you. So yeah, it's shitty. She can't speak to those other little girls that she'd gotten close with. Yeah. Just the whole thing is shit. I mean, actually the, the toughest moment for me, I like teared up was, um, when James was like, should I say goodbye to Graham now or oh. tomorrow? I was like, oh, this is so sad. That was really sad. The other, I know. The, the other part for me that was like, you know, just a huge loss for the Vanderpump rules like viewers is no more pickleball. <laughs> I love James. Like I've, Never liked him. I faked it the whole time. I faked it at that stupid pickleball tournament. I faked liking him. I faked putting up with him. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, that was hilarious. And then what about the the fact that he reached out to James for advice, relationship advice, and like, and like after they broke up, right? Yeah, because he's like, it was the same day Lala hit me up. Yeah, not cool, dude. Wow. Yeah, wow. Read the room a little, Randall. <laughs> And so it's not surprising LVP because she, he, he's such a name dropper and fake power player. So to find out even about this investment in the sandwich shop that like not even 25 K he was like 12 and a half K and yeah. then the rest was coming from a guy that he met through Katie or a person. Yeah. I crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And but if that guy or person, I don't know why I'm saying guy, it's so sexist of me, investment person that Randall met through Katie, why are they dropping out if it's Katie's original friend and source? That's what I would like to know. Yeah, I would like to know that too. Because um, losing Randall's 25K is not a that deal doesn't breaker. Hurt. No. No. But why not keep That's the, one less the momentum you have? Right. So interesting. Like, I wonder if he, Randall kind of stole that. Yeah. Did Randall blackball it after everything happened? He's like, let's not do that. Yeah. He's like, don't invest and I'll get, I'll get you a meeting with Marky Mac. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. I got Daenerys number. I'm kind of surprised. get a selfie together. I'm kind of surprised that they didn't 
have Randall come on for the reunion. Like I was hoping like, <laughs> like he would like maybe get to like say something like just to make it interesting, you know, like wonder if they even asked. Yeah. I wonder. I'm sure Lala said, hell no. Well, it's not her decision, but you know, there's been <laughs> other people who have come back in like awkward situations, you know, when there's been a breakup. So I don't yeah. know. But again, maybe they were going to and then she wasn't in person and it wasn't going to be as dynamic. You know, like who knows what happened. The other thing I really liked that Lisa said, and I'm really shocked of all the LVP moments I'm enjoying this reunion is. So, you know, Lala's pissed. No one told her. Sandoval's like, there's that was never allowed. And you know what? And Sheena chimed in. She's like, we were never allowed. And we all agreed we wouldn't. And Lisa pointed out, she's like, well, the thing is, Lala, how loyal this group has been by not airing out all these rumors on camera. That shows they're very loyal to you. And they were all nodding like, yeah, there's so much shit we could have said all these years. Yeah. But it was shut down so early on and they all honored that. And she's like, I wish they would have. It's like, do you though? Yeah. I just, I, she does not have a leg to stand on with this. She just doesn't like... You can just give example yeah. after after example of why, like, and I I think that that's something that like going forward. I hope that we see like that growth in her. I don't, she was not an open person with like anything. She very much controlled the narrative of how she was viewed, and I would like to see that wall drop a little bit so we can get to know her better. Because what we are seeing lately, like I I like so. Yeah, yeah she's talking about. She's going to get her boobs done and then maybe she'll be ready to, she's talking to guys right now in DMs, but she's not ready to like go out and leave her baby for a dude. She'll go out for a girl's night, but she also wants to get her boobs done first. She's, she was worried about sex cause she realized she hasn't had sober sex with any, uh, with a new partner. And since she was like a teenager. Yeah. Because she's only had sober sex with Randall who, she met when she, you know, she wasn't right. sober. Right. So that was interesting. I was like, huh. No, she's becoming open with, yeah. Yeah. And then she said something too about sex and her assistant was asking her something. She's like, no, no. I mean, oh, things she, she's not going to do or wouldn't do because it's too much work. Oh, I forget what it was. But she was saying like what she likes. Oh, because she's going to tell guys that she's lactating in case, you know, it yeah, might squirt they're, out. They're into that, yeah. <laughs> um, or if they're not, you know, that would be a bad surprise. Yeah. Um, but shit, what'd she say? Okay. She's going to get her boobs and she's, uh, no, no. she's talking to guys. Damn. Not, girls night. Going to go out. Oh, go, Okay. She's like, yeah, um, she's talking about sex with Randall. She's like, oh, big sober sex. She goes, no, all I remember, she's like, I remember, you know, drunk sex being a lot of fun and I would do anything. She's like, you want to throw me through a glass window? Cool, let's do it. She said she'd be down for anything. But now sober sex, she's not. She's like, it's too much work. And she's like, I mean, let's be honest. She's like, since I've been sober, all I've, I'm just like, hurry up and get it over with. Are you done yet? Ugh. Yeah. Like she totally insulted like sex with him yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's done that several times lately and it's just kind That's of funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. 
it's just another dig. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this was, so she was explaining how she found out and, and he's like, well, what'd you do then? She's like, well, I stayed in my room for like a week and then Randall said he had to go to Miami. And so I, I moved out when he was in Miami and Charlie's like, Ooh, never let your man go to Miami. And then Ariana starts like aggressively nodding. Like, and she's like, Nope, Nope. And I'm like, I'm thinking, why are you like aggressively nodding and saying no? Because I thought nothing happened in Miami, Ariana. Yeah. Weird. That's weird. Why? So why would you care if Tom went? Because he didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> it's like we all had that theory and it kind of was just confirmed. Yeah. Otherwise, why would you care? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Um. So... Yeah, we already said the queen of the club. Lala was just in denial and pretending things were fine. Um, so then they kind of they bring up the um, the Brock engagement thing with Lala. You know, they're like, so Brock, why did you ghost? You know, Lala's assistant uh, when it came time to talk about money for the um, engagement. And he, once again, he has to explain this, but we've heard this on like multiple podcasts, YouTube videos. It's like, we've heard this. Yeah. And I, I guess it's good that they get to say it on the reunion because a lot of people don't listen to these podcasts. Yeah. But he has explained it and it, you know, it made sense to me and whatever. But yeah, when he found out like the venue price, he realized he can't afford that and he can't waste money on something like that when he has more important things his kids, his businesses to spend money on. And so he wasn't going to do it. So he didn't feel like he needed to call them back also because he was going to see Randall and Lala later that day at her party. Yeah. And he was going to tell them then. Yeah. So, yeah, I think definitely Lala misrepresented that because it sounded juicy and maybe you wanted to believe it because you want to believe like he's shady and you, you caught, you caught him. You know, it, this smelled very much like Kristen, Stassi, Katie, when they're trying to catch someone. See, we caught him. Yep. Yeah. He's bad. We told you. Yeah. You know, or like when they caught Lala in a lie. You're not really going to Italy. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, it did. So. It did have that vibe for sure. Flavors of the witches a wee ho. She's got her training wheels off. She's a full-fledged member now. Um... Okay. Uh, LVP. A leopard doesn't change its spots. Oh, that was rough too. <laughs> More about Randall. Um, she also said, well, he told me he was separated. And all I thought was, that's what Eddie told Sheena. Yeah, I couldn't help but throw back <laughs> to that either. Um, yeah, Randall reached out to James. So then it's sandwich shop. I guess they're looking for investors. They're very excited because they... They got their logo done. Yeah. That's it. That What a great start. Um, okay. Lisa said, maybe I'll jump in there. Because Lisa, like Randall, wants to be the hero. Yeah. But, you know, cool. But I, but I also see that little, like, gleam in her eye where she thinks it, this is possibly going to be successful and she wants to be a part of it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean. Um, I'm, I'm interested though if she's going to be a part of it they're going to battle over interior and aesthetics yeah because they sure. all have their 
They each have their own style. Their own style. And it's all different. And yeah. And I just don't know like how sure I'm feeling about this business business partnership between Ariana and Katie. Like, are they going to get along well enough to do this? Because they kind of butt heads a lot. I mean, they got very heated just over some a, a basic misunderstanding over marriage and not understanding each other. And like very quickly got heated. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen when something bigger comes between them. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah, Brock. Sorry, don't have a sugar daddy. Another one of those. Andy asks about the ring. He's like, well, how could you afford it? It's like, Andy, did you watch the show? Yeah. Okay. That was, you know, he gets it wholesale from Kyle Chan. He put it on three credit cards. That's the other thing I hear other people like, well, he put, he spent 25 K on like six different cards. I'm like, are you guys watching the show? He clearly said, put four on this for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Drives me nuts. Um, so yeah. And he's like, I can't pay the Australian government with a credit card from the U S which is true. So I believe you Brock. He bought it on credit. It, it's the American way. Yeah. Can we all just move on from that? Yes. He spent 12 grand on credit cards. Okay. Done. <laughs> Again, Lala puffs her lips out. Eye rolls. Um, Katie. Okay. So that's when Katie, yeah. Katie goes off on Ariana about, you don't even understand how important this is. And Lala chimes in and Ariana's like, who's Lala even talking to? And she gets so frustrated, she rips her earpiece off and like throws it. And I think this is because, A, Lala's jumping in, chiming in on this marriage thing. But also there's a delay and they can't hear. And so she truly doesn't know who she's talking to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So frustrating. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then I guess the other important thing, because I noticed this common thread too um how the sheena brock thing was never going to happen at the winery like they both said it they were going to go down to santa barbara while the others were on that horseback riding thing and do something down there but then they couldn't get you know things lined up in time and so production was like well we only have permits for here so you can do it here and that's when they were like no absolutely not we're not doing it here so it was never a thing. They were never going to, yeah, still shady as fuck to do it on that weekend secretly. hundred percent. That's fucked up. But they were never going to do it at the winery or any of that, blah, 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 or hijack the weekend. Still shady as fuck, whatever. They didn't do it. Nothing happened. And I agree with Sheena. The only thing that happened was Lala ruined your day by telling you, which didn't need to happen. Yeah. No one else was going to say anything. Yeah. So... I mean, it made it exciting, though. Oh, I mean, again, zip it, but don't. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm glad you (laughs) told them, but, you know. And I don't know. I just feel like maybe, like, this is me not knowing, like, how show business works. But, like, why? Like, Sheena keeps saying, like, well, um, like, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to get a moment. Like it's like no one else on earth. So like, so the happiness of marrying Brock is only a happy moment if it's filmed. Right. And to me, like, I don't know, like I would be super happy for her if she 
did it on her YouTube channel or like she didn't tell us at all or I don't know, like well, try something like that, a little different. That they were going to just do a courthouse. But then Bali, that's not going to be filmed because they were going in November when they're not filming. Yeah. The production's not going to go over to Bali. I mean, I doubt it. I think I, they would have went to Italy because Jerry was in charge. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can't figure out if it was like, what was the big deal of Ariana even said it. We only have because they had to shut down because of COVID for two weeks. So now we only have that weekend in Santa Inez and that's it. It's like, but that's not it. That's just it for the season. Yeah. He already proposed to you. So you got your proposal. It just, yeah, enough? it just seems, it just seems weird. And then like, yeah. if you think about all of the, the moments that happened this season and like how calculated it was to be filmed, I don't know. It just makes me like kind of question things like, again, like, the breakup between Raquel and James, they made sure that it was filmed for the reunion. You know what I mean? Like that could have been handled off camera. They talked about it. Um, The Sheena and Brock thing could be handled off camera. Like it's just, it's like she vlogs every week. So you got your proposal on camera. Why not vlog? um, Whatever you were going to do in Santa Ynez. Oh, your secret marriage. Yeah. Because that you go like go, that goes YouTube goes to more people than Bravo at this stage with yeah. your with the VPR ratings. Yeah, and she could <laughs> she could have like really you know um, she could have like clickbaited that like she could have really done like a YouTube series of that made some money. Yeah, but um, I mean I feel like the biggest tragedy of this reunion was the ending was different than it's ever been. In oh, that about the robbery, go yeah. Ahead. Yeah. No Peter. Right. Bringing the drinks. <laughs> exactly. Like when the drinks were like in everyone's hands and I, I was like desperately searching my TV for Peter's head and it never came. You guys, we talked about the beginning of the reunion being staged and planned and this was not. This I was had, like a big slap in our face. I had no idea what Holly was about to say, but at the bottom of my notes in caps, bold font, Poor Peter. Robbed again. Poor Peter. I mean, the drinks look nice, too. I was like, oh, those drinks actually look cool. I like the glassware. <laughs> I like the... And I'm like, wait a minute. How do the, how are they holding them? I'm like, where's Peter? Another moment robbed. There's no Peter, no drinks. There's no Ken. Where's Ken? Yeah, I mean... Wellness was, check on Ken. Yeah. So... What the fuck? Poor Peter. And they I were mean, in he, LA. Yeah. He's probably shook. He couldn't come out with a mask and an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like extra safety. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm sorry, Peter. I mean. Yeah, I'm sorry, too, Peter. I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. It didn't feel right. Well, you know, it didn't. It didn't. They need a do over. They need a reunion part three because that shit's just not right. Yeah. Bring back Peter. Right. At least for that part. Yeah. Redo. Just put out a five-minute episode next week. You know, one of those, like, first looks, yes. seven-minute clips. Yes, yes. All right, let's tweet Andy production. Yeah, we will. We'll Who, get we'll get that campaign rolling right now. Who's the new Jerry? I guess we... Alex Baskin is Bravo now, right? Not Evolution? Yeah. Uh, Bill Langloy. Oh, Bing Langworthy, Bill, their showrunner. All right, let's yeah. get at Bill, get at the... Everybody. That Jenna girl's not a girl anymore, is she? Okay. Not on that show. Yeah. Not a girl anymore. She's a 
It's getting late, guys. We're starting to like get like a little. Um, okay. <laughs> it's one fifteen in the morning. Oh my god. And <laughs> all right. <laughs> but you guys, again, like thank you so much for hanging in the entire season with us. It's been amazing. And we're not going away. Just like we never we we never take a break. We're not going away. We'll be bringing you new content. And we're rolling out some new things that are super special. So we hope you guys continue yeah. to tune in and stay with us. Jersey starts next Tuesday. Um, we still want to do OC. I have a lot to say. We got a lot to say on OC. And we got some adventures coming up. And yeah. Yeah. Lots of things. Yeah. Lots of stuff. So stay tuned. Thanks for hanging with us and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.